Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cheers, everybody. We are back for another edition of Bourbon on a Budget. It's review time, and we are continuing from Tuesday's episode on Derby Week. And so what better to review than Old Faithful itself, but regular Woodford Reserve, standard Woodford Reserve. Um, For those watching, there's a euphemism going on right now, but I've got the seven... Got the I don't even know what that word means, but you write for a living, so I've got the 750. Brandon's got the uh, the little teeny, the little teeny tiny guy. Um, it's not even it's not even half as small as your bottle, TJ. Um, packs a little punch though, so it's okay. Um, Ben, Brandon, how you guys doing tonight? Good, thank you. How are you doing, TJ? Doing great, Ben. I guess he skipped over you. So, Ben, since he skipped, Ben, over how you, are you doing? No, no, nah, nah, we don't care about uh-huh. how you're doing. Tell us about Woodford Reserve. We're gonna get into this review. Yeah, so Woodford Reserve, the classic, the OG to the Derby. I mean, the last five years, basically. Anyway, product of Brown Foreman. It was debuted, uh, I don't know about that. 1996. I did the research earlier, and it's all up in my... 1996. Uh, It's 72% corn, 18% rye, and 10% malted barley. And uh, it's pretty readily available in all of your liquor stores. Go buy a bottle. Should be about 30 bucks for 750, 30 to 35. Brendan, he's been kind of giving us some specs on it. Why don't you tell us about what you're getting on the nose? Okay. So the nose here is to me, just very classic right down home plate bourbon. Um, a little sugary, a little brown sugar, uh, some cherry, but a lot of vanilla. So again, these are all very typical bourbon flavors which i guess is to be expected for woodford reserve and a pretty standard uh, bourbon a little bit of a honey sweetness as well um yeah sorry i feel like this is a boring like i'm not saying anything super interesting it's just bourbon it's it's bourbon very classic nose on it i think it's gotten it's opened up a little bit we commented off air maybe 15 minutes ago that the nose wasn't doing a lot for us but yeah, I mean, it's just a classic bourbon, and I don't think there's anything like off-putting about the nose, and it's also not just the greatest thing uh, to ever happen, but very classic bourbon like you talked about, sugary, brown sugary, sweetness, little bit of a little bit of a, a spice note to it, nothing crazy. Ben, what are you thinking on the nose? Um, yeah, I totally agree with you guys. Nothing too out of the norm as far as in the, in the bourbon realm, so a little bit of vanilla light oak a little bit of honey banana yeah, nothing, nothing too any, crazy any banana you, i was thought i was getting that a little but i don't know right i mean in my head i'm thinking banana you know mm-hmm. just because it's brown foreman mm-hmm. but Same here. i don't know if i get it too much on the on the on the nose oh also i don't think i mentioned this earlier it's 90 proof 90.4 so just that point four is really what takes it home for me. <laughs> right <laughs> right it takes it to the next level 
I'm a big Derek Fisher fan. So, I mean, if you know anything about sports, Brendan, you remember when Fisher hit that shot with 0.4 seconds left against the Spurs? Do you remember that at all? Oh, uh, yeah. Lefty. This is basketball, right? Right. Derek Fisher lefty. Where did he go? Did he go to Arkansas State? Am I, or am I getting him confused with Scottie Pippen? I'm Googling this while, while we're – This is a- literally a bourbon podcast, and I have no idea what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> oh, he's from Little Rock, Arkansas. See, that was yeah, – University that of was- Arkansas, Little Rock. Um, for for yeah. a quick review, um, Kobe hit a shot to put the Lakers up one with like 15 seconds left. Duncan then hit a shot right in Shaq's face uh, from almost three-point land to put the Spurs up one with .4 seconds left. Looked like the Spurs would win that game, and Derek Fisher hit a shot with .4 seconds left, which is the least amount of time that you can hit a shot. Uh, otherwise, it's got to be a tip-in if it's three-tenths of a second or less. So that .4 always always does it for me. Uh, taste. What are we tasting on this thing? I'm getting the like a confectioner sugar uh, very prominently and vanilla uh, so far, and I'm struggling to kind of get some other notes here. So if someone wants to jump in and help me, but I'm struggling to get beyond just those initial kind of sweet flavors, a little oakiness, I guess. Say yeah, a little oak. It's it's pretty like I said, but on the nose though, uh, it's very consistent with the nose and palate. Mm-hmm. Straight down the pipe of a regular bourbon, nothing's going to be too obtuse on on the palate, in my opinion. A little milk chocolatey, maybe. Or we're getting, I'm getting that a little bit, a little nice chocolatey note. A little bit, little bit of rye. That's nice. I'm, I'm I'm talking poorly about it. Like this is there's nothing offensive at all about this. This is one that I mentioned for uh, the bourbon starter pack. Was one I had in there. Like I feel like this is you're yeah. trying to get someone into bourbon. Like this is right down home plate. I would agree. So I think there's some orange. Yeah, um, that's good. We talk about the citrus that we find in different things. I definitely find that. I think it is for 90 proof. It drinks really nice. It drinks really. I know Ben doesn't like this word, but it drinks smooth. It doesn't drink super heavy. Um, So it's pretty easy, pretty enjoyable. I do think there's some spice notes in it that come around. It doesn't, um, it doesn't overwhelm you with spice, but I mean, there's a good bit, good bit there that uh, greets you a little bit once you get past that initial sweetness, but I definitely get some of those citrus notes, a little bit of cherry, maybe some dark fruit in there as well. Um, and like you said, I think you get a little bit of the chocolate that, that, uh, Brennan's talking about Hershey's kiss. There's a, there's a slight kind of chocolate finish to it that I'm getting. You guys getting any of that? Or am I just kind of like dreaming things up? Yeah. You know, the, the chocolate, the orange was a really good call because I was getting some citrusy notes back when we were first nosing it, TJ, uh, with the, uh, I was getting, I almost said it was like a Sprite. So it got kind of like the lemony citrus initially. And then that kind of went away. So it's changing a good amount. Um, I don't know if it's just thin and I, I don't know, but yeah, I get the orange. I get the chocolate for sure. Chocolate covered orange in a glass. Ooh, so I have to put everything in a glass. Um, <laughs> that's like my calling card on this. This is a chocolate covered orange. Um, it's crisp. That's the word that comes to mind. It's like, it's kind of refreshing as far as bourbons go. I can so see that. This is a nice yeah. summertime bourbon. Just put a little, little ice in there if you want and sit out. That's good. Especially for a nut, I'm not putting any ice in it. Like I'll just t- chug some water, some ice water beside it. But like, that's a good point. Like it, for a 90 proof, it drinks pretty light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not not like light, and I don't mean that in a negative way. Like we've talked about like the old tub drink kind of light. We talked about it's not mellow corn by any means, but <laughs> it uh but it drinks easier than 90. It drinks kind of closer to like an 80, you know, it drinks pretty smooth, pretty easy. Um, mm-hmm. how's it finish, guys? 
kind of flat to me. Uh, it, it disappears really quickly. Uh, I'm getting again that sugary sweetness, kind of kind of little fruity vibe with, with some cherry and a little bit of oak. But I don't know, Ben. Are you getting like any of the spice that you tasted on in the mid palate there? Like any of that rye spice? Not, I mean, I'm getting none. Yeah, not too much. It's crisp, like you would say. It's there and then gone just as quickly. Um, but that could be really something that's approachable for for new bourbon drinkers. Uh, like TJ was saying, this is an easier drinker um, than your typical 90 proof. And if you want to step up from uh, something like Basil Hayden, that's 80 into a 90, this is a good opportunity. There's a reason why um, this, why Woodford sells as good as, good as it does. Um, it's really well branded and really well marketed, but also there's good product behind the uh, the name. So it makes sense why this is you know bought so much. Yeah, I actually don't hate the finish. Take one more sip and try and like think through it again. I do get some of those initial spices right on the finish, and then they they linger a little bit, you know. So like not like super long. Like I'm not talking like 10, 15 seconds here, but I'm getting like a five, six second finish. So I don't know if I'm just kind of picking this up a little bit better, but it doesn't. I kind of agreed with you while I was sipping on it, but then when I try and taste it just for the finish, it does stick around a, a tad longer than I was thinking. So um again, I'm trying I'm trying to think of it without it with that in mind, TJ. Um if I think spice, I think it's like that that barrel woody spice, not the rye spice. Um mm -hmm. so more kind of the I don't know the char and it's something like the cinnamony spice that the comes Kentucky with, with hug. It's the Kentucky hug. It's oh, not there you go. spice. That's my right. calling. Hey, you stick to putting stuff in a glass and I will stick to Kentucky Whoa. hug. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Um, but yeah, so no, I don't, I don't hate this finish. It's, it's, it's maybe average to just slightly above, but like, we're not doing eighth points when we get there, but like, I think it's pretty average. I don't think it's, it's a bad finish at all. Yeah. Um, all right, let's, let's rate this thing. Um, we will start out with nose. I always feel like I start with Ben. So Brendan, you're hmm. up. Ooh. Okay. Nose out of two, uh, I went with a one here. I'm checking my notes. I went with a one. I thought it was pretty average. Uh, it was pleasant. It was enjoyable. It did about like three or four things well. Outside of that, it was just kind of middling, I guess. So one. Bad I'm going to go with uh, one and a quarter on mine. I think this is really great for a, a new bourbon drinker. And I may review this from that perspective. Um, but it, it's... It's enough complex on the nose to where you could kind of explore it a little bit. Nothing that's going to be, you know, top dollar or anything, but it's, it's enjoyable. So it's definitely above average in my opinion. One and a quarter. I agree with Ben. I'm going 1.25 here. It's just slightly above average to me. Uh, I'll keep it rolling with taste. I don't typically go first, but I'm think I'm probably going to be the highest here today on this. I'm going two seven five. I think this is above average. Um, distinctly i think it's um not quite good enough to get up to that three uh but it's really really close i was leaning towards it but i'm going 275 uh ben you go second yeah i think you're right uh at you being the highest i'm going two and a half so definitely above average but you know you're a little bit higher than i am and uh, i'm 420 so <laughs> we well, recorded this on 420 <laughs> for those that it's late coming out but go ahead brendan uh, so this is a reminder for the folks at home that, that are, are new to this. This is out of four points for taste, which is where we put the most uh, value in, into our score. Uh, I'm going with 2.25, so I'm a little bit lower than both you guys. It's certainly above average, just not a ton. Like, again, there's there's enough things going on to keep it interesting, but just nothing that really changes your world. Nothing like, oh, that's unique to this 
specifically. Yeah. This is just a caricature of bourbon, uh, just classed up a little bit. Uh, finish, Brendan, keep it going. Uh, I went with 0.5. I was going to go 0.25, TJ, but you uh, you convinced me with your wood spicy uh, discovery. So I went with 0.5 out of uh, one point. So just, again, very kind of down-home plate here right in the middle. Again, yeah, I'm going 0.5. Slight, yeah, seems right. I'm going a slight bump above average and going 0.75, but I'll let Ooh. you guys have your 0.5s without fighting you too much. Uh, cohesiveness and complexity, Ben, since I cut you off on the last one, what do you think on this one? Uh, I would give it – I mean, 0.5 seems – Seems right. Like I said, this is like this and Buffalo Trace are very your straightforward average bourbons, in my opinion, that are worth buying. So average all the way. And uh, and I went so it hit the cohesiveness for sure. Like that gets the uh, so out of the half point that I usually give uh, cohesiveness, it gets the full half point there. It's certainly what the nose kind of indicates the taste is going to be. Yep, and then the finish is all kind of very similar flavor excuse me, flavor profiles, easy for me to say. Uh, and then the complexity, it's not boring. It's certainly not complex. So I can't give it the full half point there, uh, but there are a few things going on. It does open up a little bit, it does evolve some, so I don't want to like snub it completely. So I'm going to go 0.25 for complexity. So total, a long way of saying 0.75 out of one for me for the cohesiveness complexity score. I think Brendan hit the nail on the head. I'm going 0.75 as well for the same exact reason. Plenty cohesive. It's a nice, consistent bourbon all the way through. Not super, super complex, but it's not – I wouldn't say it's boring by any means. I think it does some good things. So bringing our total scores before value to uh, Ben, 4.75 out of 8. Brendan, 4.5 out of 8. And myself, 5.5 out of 8. So I went heavy on this one this week. Um, this was my suggestion to do this, so maybe that's why I went a little heavier than you guys. Mm. Um Value out of two. Uh, Brendan, you were the lowest out of all three of us. This is a $30 bottle. Sometimes you catch it on sale. I'll, I talked about that in the first episode. I got mine for $27 um, because it was on sale because I bought two different kinds of Woodford. Um, what do you think about value, Brendan? Uh, so this is out of two. Uh, I love that. I'm looking at the scores right now on the spreadsheet as we're doing this. TJ, I love that we just threw caution to the wind with the 0.25s, and uh, we're just completely leaning into that now, which is great. I think that's helping give slightly more accurate scores and help with the composite um, for value. So it's at a slightly above average bourbon at about an average price. So I'm going to go with out of two, I'll go 1.25 for value, slightly above average value to me. Nothing crazy, but goodbye. Fine. Bye. Uh, 1.25. Ben. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I would probably be closer to the 0.75 to one range. What did I give uh, old Forster 100? Because I feel like that would be a better value. Yeah. Overall. 1. 7, 1. 1. 7, 5. 5. Yeah. Okay, it, that was probably right. Okay, so then I'm gonna go like one one two five. I think you're I think you're probably right here. And your score, yeah, before getting into it was a one point two five or sorry, one point five point two five Ben for the old forester before adding the value and yeah, that sounds that sounds yeah. that sounds about right. So mm-hmm. I'll go I'll go with you one point two five. It's about above average, but you can you can definitely do worse for more and uh better for less. So yeah, I don't know that I can rate this any yeah, I'd really like to get this up to a 1.5 just to give it a bump, but I just don't know what would justify it. Um, I'm going 1.25 as well. So we'll make that a clean sweep, bringing our final scores to I let us today. So 6.25 out of 10. Brendan came in second at 5.75 out of 10. Oh, I'm sorry. Brendan came in third. 
Ben came in second with six out of 10, but all within a half point variance. So, yeah. um, which means our average, our, our score today is six. Like we're six. going six out of 10 on this um, for a budget buy. So it doesn't jump up into the very top stratosphere. Um, it pretty easily beats Four Roses Small Batch, which we did last week. Yeah. Um, it handily beats that. And uh, thanks to Ben using preconceived judgments, it basically ties Eagle Rare. So, um, <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> It will not make it into our top five of the bourbon big board there. Buffalo Does Trace it? remains at the bottom uh, at the top five. That is 6.8. Doesn't make it into our big board, but we ask this every week. Are you recommending that somebody buys this? Brennan, uh, go ahead. I think Ben hit the nail on the head earlier when he said this is for a, a beginner, someone kind of early on into the bourbon journey. Yeah, I would recommend this. Uh, this was in my, my starters pack for a reason. I think this is... Uh, to someone like in the first like few months of bourbon drinking and they're kind of getting used to some of the flavors of it. Like this is, this is a good one. It's a good one having your home collection too. Like no one's going to say no to Woodford reserve. So yeah, I would definitely buy this at $30. Sometimes it's on sale for a little bit less than that ABC. Uh, so yeah. So if you can get it for, for sub 30, for sure. Ben, same idea. Yeah. I would say if you are shying away from the hundred proof product and you don't want to go old forest or 100, because remember we're talking about Brown Foreman, on, on both of these deals, mm -hmm. right? If you want to shy away from the hunter proof, then old four or uh, then the Woodford is a great option. Um, but if you want to step up into the hunter proof realm, then I would probably lean towards uh, the old Forster 100 as opposed to this, but this is a great option for beginners who are shying into uh, proof. What's good about this is, you know, I, I don't know that I would recommend or not recommend you to buy this. I'm kind of indifferent on that. I could go either way. What I will say is that it's a fantastic pour that you can find. Fantastic. Let's back that off. It's a great find that you great pour that you can find anywhere. I right? like every yeah. bar is going to have this. Mm -hmm. You know, you can go to you don't have to go to your local bourbon bar. Like you go to Buffalo Wild Wings and you want to sip on something neat like you can. They have this right like they have Woodford Reserve. So it's a good classic bourbon that you can get anywhere and you don't have to just get like a, I don't know what would be like a margarita, right? Like, or whatever. So um, you can get Woodford reserve, really good pour um, and find it everywhere. So I was at a baseball game a few weeks ago and that's what they had <laughs> at the baseball game. Right. So I mean, you're you can get it box. It's in my, in Mike Martin, in Mike Martin's. <laughs> All right, FSU Let's legendary have. baseball coach's office. I mean, you already tweeted it out there. It's not like yeah, I wasn't trying down. to flex. I wasn't trying to flex here. I, I wasn't. Mm, trying to flex ben, was he trying to flex will, a little? Okay, hold on. I will counter. I'm going to counter TJ's point here because I feel like it's great if you don't buy it in a restaurant or bar. I feel like the branding behind Woodford is good enough where people will pay up for it. So in a bar, I think it's overcharged in a bar. You know, even will get like I said. Four. It's like it a $6 is not $6. $6. Give me anywhere. It's a $6 pour. No it's like way. It's, I mean, at David off, it definitely is. Like David got six, $6. It's at I, least I, think, I think if you can get it for like $6 pour, like that's going to keep you happy for the evening. You could have multiple of it. I would know. agree. Yeah. Six bucks, but you, but at eight bucks, you're not, you're going, you're, I mean, you're dropping off a bridge here at eight bucks. Well, I then can you can start, you, else. you can get Eagle rare at, you can get Eagle rare usually at $9. So what do you do? Yeah. That was my point with this though. At Buffalo Wild Wings, you're not getting Eagle rare for nine bucks. You're getting this for like eight. 
right? Like you're I'm, doing, I'm doing beer it. at Buffalo Wild Wings. If I'm going, if I'm going wings, yeah. I'm going beer. The premise but, is wrong, TJ. Your premise is wrong. <laughs> no, I, I think no. I get where TJ's coming from. This is a solid bourbon that you're going to find in everyone's most bars. Everyone's uh, going to freaking out. And you know, thing. if you go to like say like an Applebee's or something like that, like that's going to be Applebee's. Well, yes, I say that's the that's the solution right there. Half price apps <laughs> in Woodford Reserve. Like <laughs> what? A deal. If you go hey, to Woodford hey, Reserve hey, and have this may this may be the best thing that you find at an Applebee's bar. This may be the top shelf for Applebee's. Didn't, I want a half-priced cheese sticks and a neat pour of Woodford <laughs> Reserve. Oh I know we're getting Brendan for his birthday. A gift Ooh, no, don't get me. Do not. Applebee's there. gift card. Oh, my gosh. All right. Throwing this out there. I don't think Applebee's will ever be a sponsor of this show. Uh, certainly <laughs> not now. Um, not now. I'm making sure. Like, I don't think it would probably be one for any of my other uh, podcasts that I do. One of like the 50 million uh, that I do. But there is one like two minutes from my house. And it, like for a while, it was like a meeting point for friends just because it was so close. My God, not only is the food terribly mediocre, the service is awful. It totally couldn't even justify the, the location anymore. Applebee's. To quote Michael Scott, mm -mm. if Applebee's comes and asks to sponsor us, I send it back. I send, I send it, it back. back. <laughs> I send it back. And I send so it back. On that note, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us break down Derek Fisher's famous shot and Applebee's in Tallahassee. We will be back to review uh, more uh, mediocre point guards and below average. <laughs> I mean, Derek Fisher is a good point guard. Uh, below average restaurants <laughs> next week. Uh, follow us on social media, Bourbon on a Budget. We appreciate you guys hanging out. We try to have a good time with these. Go get a bottle of Wood Reserve. Uh, just don't tweet Ben about it because he'll judge you. Uh, don't get that at Applebee's either if you go. So, see you guys next week. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.